Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly, oh Kelly. Oh my god. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Hey you guys, it's Kim and welcome back to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please take a quick second to just click that follow button. And if you have a minute to leave me a five-star review. And if you're watching on YouTube, give me a thumbs up and make sure to hit that subscribe button. Before we begin, I wanted to say thank you guys for all of your support. Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't do this podcast without you guys. I, I do it for you and I love creating this content and staying connected with you guys even after, you know, I'm left the show I was on. I've still been able to continue to share my life with you guys and grow and get advice from you guys as well. I love all the DMs you guys send me and the comments you leave on my videos on TikTok and Instagram. It just means a lot to me. And I love the community that we have created. If you are not already in my Facebook group, feel free to join that too. Just look up the My Lips Aren't Sealed Facebook group, uh, or maybe you can even type in my name. But either way, join the group. We would love to have you. And if there are ever any topics that you want me to talk about or suggestions or recommendations, let me know. Let's chat. Per usual, we are going to get started on this week's episode with highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Starting off with highlights, my biggest highlight was that I went to California over the weekend, and I'm not going to talk about it too much just yet because I'm going to be telling you guys all about my trip during the rest of this episode, but it was a huge highlight. Oh my God. I was surrounded by friends and family, and it was so amazing and much needed, especially after um, what happened to me the other week. If you're new to my podcast or my social media, I was assaulted by a really scary man while I was on a walk by myself downtown Austin in a very busy area. Man got out of his car, chased me, and it was really scary. The police have been investigating this and the reason I'm bringing this up, one, I mean, it was really good to be with family after something so scary happened. My mom told me, you know, She's like, when you called and told me what happened, I wished that I could just reach through the phone and hug you or get jump on a plane and be there for you because something like that is really traumatic and scary. And I didn't really process it. I think I was in shock the first week. And anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself right now. I'll tell you guys more about that. But the reason I'm bringing up the assault again is because a big highlight this week was that the day before I left for California, a detective that was assigned to my case contacted me and she told me that she was able to successfully get a hold of the man who uh, I, you know, I submitted his name as a suspect, found him on Instagram, definitely looked like the guy, matched the description and matched the same description of other girls who had connected with me about the situation. She was able to get a hold of him over the phone and read him a cease and desist. And she said he admitted to everything, didn't deny anything. He was super apologetic and sounded scared and was like, I was just being stupid. First of all, no, that's not just being stupid, but the, the detective was really happy that he admitted everything. And he said, you know, he said he's not going to do this again. He's going to stop harassing women. Hopefully he does. I am praying that he does. You never know somebody who is that big of a freak and scary and is okay with harassing women. I don't necessarily believe them when they say they're not going to do it again. But I'm really hoping that is the case. The detective was really happy, though, that she was able to get him on the phone, read him the cease and assist, and get him to admit everything. Like, that was a lot of incredible progress. So, happy about that. Big highlight for sure. 
again, if you know, if you guys are walking, if you're a female listening, especially, we have to be safe out there now. It's not, uh, it's just really not a safe world that we live in. Unfortunately, I went out on a walk in the middle of the day. I was in a crowded area. You know, I had my pepper spray on me and it still happened to me and it happens to women every single day. So make sure you make sure you are being safe out there. Uh, and thank you to everybody who reached out to, to me after I posted about what happened. A lot of you guys messaged me saying sorry or offering advice or suggestions on what to do in the future. And I really appreciate it. Moving on to lowlights. One of my biggest lowlights is <sighs> last week I posted a podcast episode with my best friend, Danielle, that lives here in Austin. And again, I have two friends, Danielle. I have my childhood best friend, Danielle, and then my best friend that lives here in Austin. So last week, Austin-based Danielle and I did a podcast episode on Mercury Retrograde. It was so fun. She did a Would You Rather segment. We talked about horoscopes. Such a fun episode. We used the same platform that I'm using now to record. And halfway through the video, you know, we're recording. Everything sounded great. We did like two hours worth of setup on last week's episode because we were using two microphones. I'd never done that before. So we wanted to make sure it was set up perfectly. The audio, there was no feedback, no bounce back. Everything was good. So we tested everything and uh, everything sounded great. We literally, like, I'm not kidding you guys, at least two hours of setup where we would record, test audio, unplug everything, listen to it, see how it sounded. It sounded great. The final video was shot and about 30 minutes in, all of a sudden there is this crazy echo, but just on Danielle's side. So my audio was fine, the whole video, but 30 minutes in, Danielle's had this horrible echo. Every time she talked, it would repeat itself. I tried my best to go through I'm not kidding. I put at least like 12 hours worth of editing into that episode. I went through every single time Danielle spoke. I split the clip. I tried lowering the volume, adding filters, reducing audio, background noise, everything for every single clip. It still wasn't salvageable. So I ended up keeping the first 30 minutes of the episode with our good audio and then the rest of the episode, I just used the audio that was picked up from my cell phone. It didn't turn out that great. And I got a few complaints and like, I want nothing but the best for my podcast. So I don't want to create any content that is annoying or frustrating for you guys to listen to. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see I... I record in my apartment. I don't have a nice studio. I don't have thousands of dollars on equipment right now. And I'm always trying to put aside money and improve. And I think like if you've listened to my older episodes, oh my gosh, I've improved so much. But last week's episode was definitely a low light because I feel like my episodes have just been like getting better and better and better. And then last week's episode was just, oh, it was like so low quality. And I hate that it did frustrate some of you guys listening to it. So major low lights, but you know what? It's a learning process. I'm continuing to learn. I need to figure out how to do interviews in person with two people. Like that's my struggle. I've done, I've had two other guests on my podcast. I had Stephanie and Brittany, but they were both over kind of like a Zoom setup that I can do through this platform that I use. So there was no echoing or bounce back because we weren't sitting in the same room as each other. Very complicated process. I'll stop ranting about it now, but I do apologize if you listened and it was annoying. Uh, definitely. I still wanted to put an episode out. So you guys had something to listen to last week, but it wasn't my best work and I hate that. So again, I'm sorry. Low light number two, this one is a highlight and a low light. So as I mentioned, I have two friends, Danielle, 
my childhood best friend and then my Austin-based best friend, Danielle. Well, my childhood best friend, Danielle, we became best friends in middle school, have been best friends ever since. We haven't lived in the same city in a long time, but you know what? Like our friendship has always stayed strong over the years. We've always been there for each other and I just love her so much. Right now she lives in Florida. She was not affected by the hurricane. Thank God. I was so stressed and nervous about that, but she is safe. She's um, in the Destin area. If you guys know that, I think she's like 30 minutes from Destin. Yeah, she's close. She's, she's more on that side. So wasn't affected by the hurricane. Thank God. I'm so sorry to anybody who was. I have friends whose families were affected. I donated money to their GoFundMes. It's just honestly horrific. But so obviously that that's a huge low light in itself. But on a more personal level, again, Danielle's my best friend since middle school. Love her so much. She's in Florida now. Well, this past weekend, a few weeks ago, actually, her boyfriend of, I don't know, three, four years, maybe even longer, he reached out to me and invited me to come to Florida to celebrate their engagement. He was going to propose and he wanted me there because he's throwing a big party for them and all their friends. And unfortunately, the day he was proposing, he already had people scheduled and stuff to come. Like he hired a band, a bartender, all these people. Well, that was scheduled for October 2nd. And I was in, you know, obviously in California this past weekend. So I can't be in two places at once. And I was so sad because obviously I want to be there for Danielle. If I could have been there in person, that would have been amazing. And so that's a low light because I had such FOMO. And then on top of that, yesterday, October 2nd, I was traveling. I was on a plane all day. So when Danielle reached out to me to tell me, oh my God, he just proposed. I didn't have service. Like I was up in the sky. So I didn't get to live in that moment with her. And oh, that's just such a bummer, but very, very happy for them. One day my prince will come uh, eventually. Honestly, I'm not really in a rush right now. I've realized after being around my family and friends and everybody this past week that I have a lot of internal work to do on myself before I'm ready to get into a serious relationship. I'm still open to casually dating and meeting people, but right now my mind is just like not ready for anything serious. Again, if the most perfect, amazing man comes around, like, hey, I will <laughs> definitely take him up on a date, but I'm very happy for Danielle. I don't see myself getting married anytime soon, obviously, not to date somebody first, but she has been so looking forward to getting engaged. She's been like kind of pushing him, like, when are you going to propose? And he finally did. They seemed so happy. She sent me all the pictures and she just looked beautiful. And yeah, the FOMO was real though. And I think a lot of people can relate to that because all of our lives are just so busy and crazy. And you know, you can't be there for every single one of your loved one's special moments. And that sucks because you, you have FOMO or you just feel like sad because you don't get to be there to live in that moment with them. But everything happens for a reason. Luckily, you know, Danielle is super understanding. I do wonder too, if, if I would have even flown there, if I would have been able to, because of all the traveling to Florida being affected by the hurricane. So either way, She's going to be getting married, I think, next year. So I have plenty of time to plan her bachelorette party and get ready for the wedding and everything. It's going to be so much fun. That wraps up my highlights and lowlights and brings us to the next section of this podcast, which is pop culture and current faves. Oh, my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I have kind of been off the grid this past week because I was on a campground visiting my mom in California. So I didn't have access to too much social media. As you saw, I was kind of minimally active this week, but Haley Bieber recently went on the call her daddy podcast, 
had a really awesome interview kind of talking about start to finish her relationship with Justin Bieber, um, you know, Selena Gomez, all, all the tea. If you haven't watched it, definitely recommend watching it. I do love that Selena Gomez came out afterwards and spoke about how people need to stop cyberbullying Haley because I guess the Selena, Selena, Naders or whatever, the people who are like diehard Selena Gomez fans, they have a name, I can't pronounce it, but I guess they were really going after Hailey Bieber after that interview came out. So Selena had come out and say something too. So love that drama. Go check it out if you haven't already. As for my current fave, I have three. Number one, I've talked about this before, but I'm still obsessed. There's an app called Regalia similar setup to Instagram, but the, on the, within the feed and within your posts, you can directly tag the products you're wearing. And you can also put the size that you ordered. That has been super helpful for me. One from like a body positivity standpoint, it's nice to be able to filter my feed and who I follow based on who is a similar body size to me. I think that feature in itself is really cool, but also just being able to tag my size, you know, that's been helpful for my followers when they ask me, I love that dress. What size did you order? Was it true to size? Did it run big? Did it run small? And if you're anything like me, you do a lot of returns on things that don't fit. And so again, just been a super helpful app. The girls I follow, if what they're wearing looks cute, I look at the size they ordered and I just order that size and I know it's going to look good on me. I don't have to really second guess my purchase before I'm making it. So if you're not on the app yet, you should definitely join it. Uh, follow me. Of course I have the link to download in my Instagram bio. It says like shop my sizes regalia app, I think. And then you can use my referral code, Kimberly Cobb. Follow me. Let's hang out on that app. It's so much fun. I have two other current faves. Number one, they're both social media related. Number one, Instagram recently released a, like an Instagram reels template feature. So if you are on Instagram and you're scrolling through your reels and you see these girls posting guys too, but you see people posting these really aesthetic reels that are like this cool song in the background. Everything is chopped up perfectly to match the beat to the audio. And you're like, how the hell are these people doing this? Like, it just takes so much work. Instagram recently released a feature where they have templates where all you have to do is like click the template you like and then upload your videos and like select the videos you want. And Instagram will edit and chop up the video for you to the beat of the music. Hopefully I'm describing that right, but it is really cool. I'm like, that is going to save me so much time. So I'm definitely going to start using that more. Also, Instagram related. I'm almost at 100,000 followers on Instagram. What? That blows my mind. I have been working on my social media account, Instagram specifically, since 2019. And I have celebrated every milestone. Like I remember my first year when I hit 4,000 followers and I bought balloons from the store that had the four and the K and I took you know, pictures with the balloons and I was so excited. And now there are over 91,000 of you guys on Instagram. And that is so freaking cool. And I don't know, I just like, I could literally cry just thinking about it, but being so close to that hundred thousand mark is such a cool thing. And I'm really reaching to hit hundred thousand before the end of the year. So fingers crossed manifesting it. Uh, and then my last current fave, again, this is social media related also, and this probably isn't that exciting to, to most of you guys, but as somebody who does social media full-time, I love when social media platforms release new features. So TikTok recently released a new video editing feature, uh, within their platform for sound effects. So now when I'm editing my video within TikTok. Let's say I want to do like, let's say I'm talking and I do something funny and I want to add background laughter. 
for like comedic relief. You can just click a button and it will add uh, like laughter for you in the background. Isn't that so cool? I like, or like a, a doorbell or I don't know. I haven't played around with it too much, but it's really cool. If you haven't used it already, go check it out. So to recap, check me out on the Regalia app. Use referral code Kimberly Cobb, links in my bio. Check out the new Instagram real template feature and check out TikTok's new sound effect feature. Not sponsored, like just very cool. That wraps up my pop culture and current faves section and brings us to this week's topic, which I think I'm gonna kind of like, I was talking to my Austin-based best friend, Danielle, and I was kind of talking to her about like, what direction I'm going to take my podcast in. I feel like I told her, I was like, am I running out of ideas? Like, how do people just keep, keep a podcast going? Like how many topics can I really talk about? She was like, Kim, like you don't have to teach people things every single week. You can just kind of talk about like what's going on in your life and what's new. And that's what I did initially with my earlier episodes, but the more recent ones, I kind of talked about like dating advice or seven lessons I learned from whatever. And I don't know, I kind of was leaning more towards like becoming an educational podcast. And I still definitely plan on doing episodes like that, but I felt an increasing pressure on myself to create these like mind blowing episodes that were like super educational every week. And to be honest, like I, I don't have something to teach you guys every week. Sometimes I'm just living life and I want to just talk to you guys about what's going on. So hopefully that's cool with you guys. If there are ever any topics that you want me to talk about, again, DM me on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb, Kimberly Cobb. I said that so fast, but seriously, let me know. I would love to dive into any topics that you guys are curious about. But I think moving forward, I'll just more so like talk to you guys about life and what's going on. And I'll have special guests on to talk about what's going on in their lives and things that they're excited about and learning. And I think that's more the direction I'm going to go in. So for this week's podcast episode, I'm going to recap my recent trip to California, tell you guys all about that because we did a lot and it was so much fun. First, let me start off by giving you guys a little backstory. If you, if you don't already know, my mom has cancer. She had the same cancer a few years back. She beat it and we were so happy for her, but it came back again. So she's doing chemo, she's fighting, and she's been doing such an amazing job. She is so strong. It's crazy. My mom recently... Uh, Actually, not yet. My mom will be turning 50 on October 10th, but you know, just with like traveling and everything, we ended up deciding to celebrate it a little bit early. But my mom turning 50 is a really big deal. It is for somebody who is fighting cancer and has been for so long, just the fact that she's made it this far and she is so strong and she is honestly just doing amazing. She's traveling in an RV with her husband and still going to uh, her doctor's appointments and everything and doing chemo. She's just honestly like such an impressive woman, but it was a really big deal for her to be turning 50. And so my sister and I really wanted to make it special for her. That's kind of what led us to the idea of hosting my mom a huge party with all of her loved ones. My mom and I are pretty similar in the fact that we're both pretty anxious people. I, you know, I, I've mentioned this before. I've been dealing with really bad anxiety the past six months. I don't know, honestly, the past year, ever since I called off my engagement, I've had a really hard time trusting men again. And getting back out in the dating scene and living on my own and navigating this new life that I've been creating for myself. And I'm so proud of all the things I've accomplished, but I still find myself literally hyperventilating and just having these crazy, crazy nerves. 
my mom's not as intense. You know, she has the proper medication. I do not for anxiety. So she was, you know, really excited about the idea of throwing a party, a little anxious because it's like a, a really big thing with a lot of people, but she was game. I was so excited. And so we decided we are going to have everybody meet us in wine country. Originally, I'm from Sacramento. My whole family's from Sacramento and Sonoma County, the Sonoma County, Napa County area is a few hours from Sacramento. So it wasn't too far of a drive for everybody else. My sister and I flew in from Texas and I'm just going to tell you guys about the trip. So before the trip, we were able to book the venue. We booked it for uh, Saturday at Coppola Winery. It's called the Francis Ford Coppola Winery. Very fancy. 10 out of 10 recommend. Oh my God. Like one of the prettiest wineries I think I've ever been to. And I've been to a lot of beautiful wineries. I'm very grateful that I've been able to visit them in Napa, but this one was hands down one of the best ones I've been to. So if you ever get a chance, check it out. It is stunning. So my sister and I were able to book the venue uh, probably like a month in advance. My sister coordinated with the venue and I coordinated all the guests, sent out the invitations, rallied everybody. It was really fun. Then it came down to like the actual day of travel. My sister and I all had all of our stuff packed. We're super excited. Louie is my Pomeranian and he stayed with my best friend, Danielle, here in Austin. She has a little miniature pincher and Louie and her get along so well. They are actually dating. They are adorable together. And so I knew that Louie was in good hands because the trip was pretty short but also a long travel day. I just knew that Louie would be more comfortable staying at home and I wouldn't really have that much time to spend with him anyways. You know, earlier in the summer, we went to Bend, Oregon to visit my mom and I brought Louie. We were outdoors the whole time. I took him with me everywhere. He loved it. But this trip was a little different. You know, we were at the winery. You can't really have dogs and you know, the, again, the travel was so quick. It just wouldn't have made sense to bring him. So for those of you wondering about Louie, he stayed back. And of course he was missed. I thought about him every single day. That said, I'm so glad I left him at home because we got to the airport, checked our bags, everything. I was doing great. We are getting ready to board our flight, my sister and I. And then we realized we have middle seats, which that's my nightmare to be in a middle seat. I like just, I get claustro feelings of claustrophobia pretty easily recently. And it's like, okay, heavy breathing. I'm going to be okay. So we go to our middle seat. I'm walking up to my aisle and the guy who's in the aisle seat literally looks like the guy who assaulted me. I know for a fact it's not the same guy, but they had very similar body types and features. And I'm like, oh my God, like my body, my heart started racing. I just started freaking the fuck out. Seriously. Like I was like, I can't do this, but I had to, of course. So I sit in my middle seat. The guy who's on the window seat has his laptop out. He has his arms all spread out. He's taking over both of his armrests. So at this point, I'm squished in the middle. The window seat guy is taking over my armrest to my right. And then the other guy on my left looks like the guy who assaulted me. So at this point, I just like close my eyes. I start doing my breathing exercises, literally tapping my chest, tapping my chin, tapping my forehead. If you have anxiety, you know that exercise. I, I panicked for about an hour and a half. I had a panic attack. I, and I, and I want to say too, I'm not like hyperventilating, like heavy breathing, crying, hysterical. This is all going on in my mind and I am practicing my breaths. My eyes are closed, but I just feel like I'm going to vomit. My stomach is hurting. I can't breathe. My heart is racing. I literally felt like I was going to faint. I don't even, I, and then I look over at my sister because she was sitting in the same eye, same row as me, but on, on the other side, 
she's in a nice deep little sleep all relaxed and I'm thinking to myself like this sucks I like I have I've never had flight anxiety before but it was the fact that I was in the middle seat squished between these guys the one of the guys looked like the man who assaulted me there was turbulence the food I ate earlier wasn't that good I just like and then I had all these thoughts running through my mind. It was a shit show. So overall, the flight there was bad. After about an hour and a half, I finally was able to fall asleep. And then the next flight we went on was the tiniest plane. Oh my God. We landed in San Francisco and we took a flight from San Francisco to the Santa Rosa airport. A 45 minute flight, super easy. In this flight, I was fine. I had no anxiety, totally cool. There was only two seats on each side of the plane, so there wasn't even an option for a middle seat. It was so small. I think there was probably 10 people on our flight. It was so small. And they were like have stressing about the balance of the plane. That's how light the plane was. But that flight was super easy. We land in Santa Rosa. It's the smallest, cutest airport I've ever been to. And it's all Charlie Brown themed because the creator of Charlie Brown is from there. So that was cute. We're getting our bags. My mom shows up, gives us a big bear hug. And we all piled into my mom's uh, tiny little pickup truck. I literally had to, they have like a Ford Ranger stick shift. So I'm my sister's window seat. I'm sitting in the middle, of course, little sister probs. I'm literally laying on my sister because my mom has to use the stick shift and I have pretty big hips. I'm not going to lie. And the ride, my mom was like, Oh, it's only a 20 minute drive. The 20 minute drive ended up turning into a almost an hour drive to get to this campground, windy roads. My mom's not the best driver. Mom, if you're listening, I love you, but that driving was chaotic, but Honestly, once I was in my mom's presence, my anxiety totally went away. I was so happy to see her. She was so happy to see us. And there's really no feeling like seeing a loved one after you haven't seen them in so long. Because I talk to my mom every single day on the phone, I would say, or text. And I haven't seen her since the beginning of summer. And I just missed her so much. And... I just get so much happiness from being around family and it kind of made me feel like, oh, like, do I move back to California? But then my mom's in, like, she's in an RV. She doesn't even have a house right now. A lot of stuff is up in the air right now. I love Austin. I love where I'm at. I just need to figure out what makes me happy in life and go from there. So obviously I got a lot of happiness from being in my mom's presence. I love her so much. And we got to the campground. My mom, again, she's staying in, a, in an RV with her husband. They've been traveling around the coast and having the time of their life. They were up in Oregon, Washington, California, and they just, they love it. And they have their little dog with them too. On the campground that we stay at, it's called Thousand Trails. So they have one side that's all for RVs and then another side that has little cabins. My mom rented my sister and I a two bedroom cabin. I posted all about it. Like I did a whole cabin tour on TikTok and also on my weekly vlog, which by the time this podcast episode comes out, the vlog will already be live. So if you're curious what our cabin looked like, go check it out. It was so cute. You walk in nice spacious kitchen living room and then a little tiny bathroom but it did the job one room that had two bunk beds in it and then another room that had a queen my sister and I ended up just splitting the queen because it was super comfy and plenty of room for both of us and the twin bunk beds did not look that appealing they I will I will say they looked very uncomfortable so my sister and I ended up taking the bed of course, big sister gets a shower first, so she showered. I showered, we got all set up, and then had the deepest night of sleep ever. I think traveling is exhausting, 
for everybody. And especially after, I think it was six hours of traveling from Texas to California, plus an hour car ride. And then just the excitement of finally being home, plus my anxiety attack, my body needed some rest. So we slept in a little bit the next day and then got all dressed up. I actually had to drive back to the airport the next morning to pick up our rental car because we landed so late. So the rental car place was already closed. So my mom's husband and I drove to the airport, picked up the rental car, came back. And then the four of us got in the rental car and went to Healdsburg. So they have, Healdsburg is the name of the town, H-E-A-L-D-S-B-U-R-G, Healdsburg, California. And I, I don't say, I can't say that we went to their downtown. It wasn't really a downtown, but like their town square. Maybe that's how you would describe it, but they have a really cute, you know, town center with all these cute shops and restaurants. And our mom was really talking up this French restaurant. So we went there and we got, oh my God, such good food. Also, there was a white Pomeranian there, Pomeranian puppy, and she was so cute and sweet. So we had a really yummy lunch and got French desserts. I got a really yummy lemon bar. My sister and mom both got their favorite desserts and it was just a nice day guys the weather the weather was like 70 degrees it was so perfect like compared to texas i mean it's been 90 100 degrees here and it's unbearable being back in california with that beautiful weather eating delicious food sitting there with my family i was like this is the life like i'm I'm struggling in Texas. And don't get me wrong. Like I absolutely love this city. My friends are here. There's always so much fun, so many fun things to do. The boys are amazing here. Like I can't complain about anything other than being far from my mom and the weather. So we enjoyed exploring the city. We went to all these different shops. We brought my mom's dog. So that was really cute. We listened to live music. I think we were out walking for like four or five hours so by the end we were beat we went back to the campground chilled for a little bit I edited some content posted a little bit of content and then my sister and I went back to my mom's RV and we just all sat around uh, the camp her campground area in these chairs we watched the moon and the stars and we told stories and her husband came out and we just were laughing and it was just so wholesome. It was much needed. Again, my anxiety was out the door. It was just so nice and cozy. And another current fave is I have this new flannel and I posted about it on my Instagram stories, but it was, it's like a really nice thick flannel. It kept me so warm and cozy and I loved it. Also on our walk back from my mom's RV back to me and Kylie's cabin, we looked up at the sky and I could see the Milky Way. Like, maybe that's not that big of a deal to other people, but I've never been able, like I've always, I've seen the stars, but I could actually see the Milky Way. I could see the different colors in the sky that lined the Milky Way and not to be like the cheesiest person ever, but it was so beautiful. I was like, at an absolute awe. I was just walking like with my head up the whole time. It was really, really cool. Just being out in the country with, you know, away from all or out in the woods, not the country, but away from all the lights and all the people. Cause where we were at was, you know, the population's not that big. So it was just really, really cool. Now the next day, and this is our last day, we this was the big day. This was mom's birthday party day. We were so excited. So we all woke up pretty early. We went to my mom's cabin in the morning just to have some morning tea and coffee and girl talk and kind of snuggle and hang out. And even if you're almost 30, you can still snuggle with your mom. Okay. That's totally normal, but it was just nice to like chat and tell stories and hang out in the morning. Then we went back to our cabin and got ready uh, I wore this beautiful black maxi dress that I posted on Instagram. 
kind of, my sister had this beautiful dress on blue dress. My mom had her cute fit and we looked good. Like we clean up so good. So proud of us. We drove to the venue around 1230 venue, the winery. So again, it was the Francis Ford Coppola winery. Look it up on Instagram or something. It is guys. It is so pretty. It's so nice. So we show up, all the guests start arriving, we meet and greet everybody, and then the hostess brought us to our table. There's all these, like, first of all, again, it's a perfect day. We were a little nervous because when we first woke up, it was overcast and gloomy, and my mom's husband was like, don't worry, like, it is going to burn off, and sure enough, it did burn off. Amazing weather, like a light breeze, blue skies. The winery was so green and lush and the winery itself, the back patio where we had my mom's birthday party at has all these big white pillars. And I, I don't know, it felt like we were in Italy or something. I haven't been to Italy, so obviously I can't actually compare that, but it just felt magical. Pretty much all the guests that we invited showed up. There's only a few no-shows for you know various reasons. But I have never seen my mom happier. She was glowing and teared up a few times. My little cousins, they're not really that little anymore. I think they're like 25 now. <laughs> but they're little to me, okay? But they they even came in from one from San Francisco, one from Sacramento. And it was really nice to be surrounded by all, you know, these friends and family who I haven't seen in, in so long. I will say it was a little uncomfortable because some of the family I haven't seen in a while because my ex hated my family and didn't like me being in contact with them. And so I, you know, I cut ties with a lot of family for him. And so I had to see these people who I haven't seen in so long. And I had this sense of guilt and awkwardness and uncomfortableness because you know, I prioritized a relationship over family and family friends. And luckily nobody made me feel bad about it. If anything, they just like made jokes about being on reality TV or like, just like stupid stuff. Like, I don't know. It wasn't too bad. Like once we got over the initial awkwardness, it was totally fine. But my anxiety was starting to act up a little bit at the beginning. Just, you know, all these people, cause coming in, there was about 30, 30 people. So it was a good, a good sized party but overall guys. It was so fun. So worth it. My only complaint is that I wish I could have stayed longer. I wish I would have known more about where we were going to, because there's all these really cute, like pumpkin patches and fall activities and wine tasting and all these other things that I wish we could have done more of. I definitely wasn't there, wasn't there long enough. So very happy with how that turned out. My mom was so grateful. Some of her friends that came were people she knew when she was in high school. And I think that's really cool that over all these years, you know, they've still stayed in touch and everybody's gone through their own trials in life and they always stayed connected along the way. And that was really cool for, for me to see too, because I've said it before, but friendships and just relationships in general, I, I'm very relationship oriented. So when I care about somebody, I, I just value friendship so much. And I think everybody should. And I love those friendships that even if, again, you guys don't talk every single day, like my childhood best friend, she just got engaged. You know, our lives are busy. We can't talk to each other every single day. Like we did when we were kids, but no matter what, no matter how much time goes by, we're always going to be friends and just as my mom is with her friends. So it was really cool. Overall, it was such a special day. It was perfect. It was so much fun to see all of these familiar faces and just be surrounded by people who care and love my mom and my mom was just so happy, you guys. Like, you don't even know. Like, those tears were coming, and it was it was really, really special. So 
this is your reminder to reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a while. If you know, or just check in or make sure to show the people in your life that you love, that you care about them. Make sure you make that extra effort. It doesn't have to be every single day, but even if it's once a month, just a little reminder to do that because it really does go such a long way. So the next day, oh my gosh, we were so tired from the crazy party. Crazy. Wasn't really that crazy. I DD'd. I didn't drink at all. But we were just so tired from the party. So we slept in a little bit. We went out to breakfast. My mom, her husband, Scott, my sister and I just got like a nice cozy breakfast. It was overcast again. And that was it. We hugged in the parking lot, said goodbye. Again, mom cried a little bit as she should. And we got emotional as well. So I drove my sister and I back to the airport. It took about an hour to get back. You know, we had to get stopping at gas and everything. So I blasted some country music and we drove past these beautiful vineyards. I think it's one of my new core memories is my sister and I driving with the windows down, passing by all the vineyards and just singing our hearts out. It was really, really fun. The flight back super easy. I sat next to women and I had no anxiety. So moral of the story, I think I need to go to therapy. I've been saying it for a while, but not only to talk through the traumas of my past relationships and the things that I went through with them, but also now with the assault that happened recently, clearly I I have some personal work I have to do now just to work through those those anxious feelings that I now have in, in situations like that. And that brings us to today. I, you know, we flew in last night around midnight was when I got home. Cause I picked Louie up from Danielle's house right when I got home, I get home and I'm sitting on the couch and Louie starts barking next to me at the pillow. And I'm like, Louie, what are you barking at? I look to my right. And you guys, I had my door cracked open because it was such, such nice weather out. I'm like, oh, I want to get some fresh air in my apartment because it's been so stuffy the whole weekend that I was gone. So I have the window, the screen door opened. Well, I guess I didn't close it all the way because a cockroach got in and was sitting next to me on my pillow. Oh, oh my God. It was so disgusting. So then I had to spend the next hour trying to trap this thing and then emotionally trying to convince myself like, you're okay, breathe, relax. We're going to get him out. Like he's not going to attack you because I have a paralyzing fear of cockroaches and beetles. Like those kind of bugs freak me out. Like no other, like I like, okay. For example, I am afraid of sharks. I'm afraid of bugs. But I'm not grossed out by a shark. Like sharks don't make me nauseous when I look at them. But when I look at a beetle or a cockroach, that makes me want to throw up. So I finally catch the cockroach. I release him outside. And then I spent the next hour afterwards sanitizing everything, doing all my laundry, washing my hands a million times. I gave Louie a bath. I just felt so disgusting. So I went to bed around... 2.30, 3 a.m. this morning, and now here I am recording a podcast episode. I slept in a little bit, went to the gym, and took Louie for a short little walk, got ready, and I've just been catching up on emails today and shooting content and definitely wanted to prioritize getting a podcast episode out to you guys because of, especially, like, regardless, I'm going to get one out, but... I just still feel so bad about how bad the quality was on last week's episode. So hopefully this sounds good. Praying it turns out good. I'm wrapping up this episode now. So I'm going to listen back. Guys, if it's not good, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I literally will lose it. But I'm sure, I'm sure it will turn out good. So that wraps up uh, my trip recap. I think lessons I learned from that trip. Number one, I need to go to California more often because 
I miss being around my mom and I also really miss the weather. I could breathe, like the air was so crisp and fresh, it was almost suffocating. That's how fresh it was. I'm so accustomed now to this humid air here and it's the worst. And yeah, my other lesson is just to live in the moment. I videoed everything the whole time I was there for content purposes, but I still made a really conscious decision that I wanted to live in the moment and really have really good conversations with people who I haven't seen in so long. And I'm really happy that I was able to catch up and see so many friends and family members. And I just thought it was a really special trip and just had a really good time. So I wanted to tell you guys all about it. I'm sure you guys can hear it in my voice how much happier I am coming back. And I don't feel really sad right now. Obviously I miss my mom and I, I'm so excited to see her soon, but I just feel really grateful more than anything that I was able to have those special moments with everybody. So quick reminder, if you're interested in seeing a visual uh, look at what I'm talking about, I posted a vlog last night. So it will be live on my YouTube channel. You can watch it, see what my cabin looked like, see what the winery looked like, see all my friends and family and everything. I think you guys would really enjoy seeing all of that too. And another quick reminder, again, click that follow button on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and rate me five stars. My rating has gone down on Apple Podcasts. I'm sorry, guys. I'm doing the best I can. Really, truly, I, you know, maybe I am a 4.6 star person, but maybe that's just who I am. I don't got anything crazy, but I just like sharing my life with you guys, and I hope you enjoy listening to my stories, even if it's just background noise in your car on your drive to work or something. I hope you enjoy this episode and my previous ones as well. And if there's anything, again, that you want me to talk about in a future episode, feel free to shoot me a DM or comment on YouTube, a DM on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb or at My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I love you guys so much. And we will chat more next week. <laughs>